0: Hello and welcome to Of God and Man, the show whose host 20 years ago this night was giving his wife the ride of her life. <laughs> oh, I hope she never hears this podcast. I'm in serious trouble. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what are we going to talk about today? I'm glad you asked. There is one thing that has been driving me nuts for the last couple days. What is it, Brom? Well, I thank you for asking. I had a minister or pastor call me up a few days ago, and uh, he was lamenting. First, he thought I was upset about something, and I assured him that I wasn't. And then he was lamenting about people leaving his church, and some of them leaving for what appeared to be ignorant reasons, Others, some that had left years ago, he was continuing to lament, why did they leave? They never sat down and spoke with me, and so on and so forth. Something hit me with all of this, and I've got to be honest with you, I spent quite a bit of that telephone conversation. I was in a vehicle driving to McDonald's during that conversation. And I'm sitting in McDonald's parking lot when all of this uh, moaning and griping and complaining of things that happened years ago was going on. And I experienced something I have not experienced in a long time. I wanted to literally bang my head against the glass window. I wanted to... Well, what I did instead was I banged my hand against my head to try to alleviate some of the mental pain and anguish this gentleman was putting me through. Let me see if I can explain this well enough. And this is not just for preachers. This is anybody that is ever going to be successful in life. If you'll ever be a leader, this gentleman will never grow a church. They will not see revival. They will not have an outpouring. Brom, how can you say that? I can say that because he continues to live in yesterday. I thank God for yesterday. Yesterday, I've seen, it, it, when I say yesterday, I mean the past. I've seen God do crazy, amazing things. I've seen miracles. This last revival we just came out of, a lady who had cancer uh, completely disappeared. Uh, the, the cancer that was under her arms is completely gone, fell off during the night. Um, another lady who's back had back problems. She was stooped over so that instead of standing straight up, she more looked like an L. But God reached down and completely straightened her back out. Now, that's great, but that was yesterday. If I settle for yesterday, I will fail in seeing what God wants for today. Now, I have offenses from yesterday too. But if I get so hung up in the offenses of yesterday, I have tied God's hand today. So that he cannot bless. We will not see revival because even if God gave it to me, I'm going to be so busy harping on the things that happened in the past. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. I firmly, I I honestly believe that church will not last for a very long time because there is no vision. Well, how can you say there is no vision? Because if there's vision, you look into the future, you not look into yesterday. And in any position you have, regardless if it's on your job, in church, ministry, if it's with your family, if you only live in yesterday, you will not be successful. You will tie your hands. And I believe in the spirit realm, you tie God's hands when you continue to live with the grudges, with the disappointments with the pains that yesterday brings. Let me make this clear. See if I can make this, because there are things that are going to happen in your life that you're not going to understand. There are things that are, going to, that are going to happen, that are going to come to pass, that you're going to regret, and you're not going to know why somebody did something, why they said something. Who cares? Forget about it and move on. Obviously, the people moved on without talking to you, so they don't care. Now, you continuing to be hung up over it for the next 30 years is not going to hurt them, nor is it going to benefit yourself up by the bootstraps and say, I can get through this, I can get beyond this, I'm going to push forward. If you want to see a move of God, pastor or minister, if you want a promotion on your job, if you want to be successful in your job, You must continue to push and look forward. You've got to have vision. You've got to continue to keep, if you're a pastor, you've got to continue to keep the vision in front of the people. But you can't keep a vision in front of the people if you're lamenting about your past. As you can tell, I'm a little wound up. Uh, When I say a little, that's a slight exaggeration, understatement, if you will. It drove me nuts. It's been two or three days since I had the conversation, and I am still halfway beside myself. If you're going to be used in the kingdom of God, if you're going to be effective in whatever you do, I encourage you, move forward, look forward. Forget about the hurts and the pains of the past. What you need to do, you need to repent for anything you may have done. Repentance is a very valuable thing so is forgiveness. You need to repent, you need to forgive, and you need to move on. If you'll do that, you've got something God can work with. Let me take a break. When I come back, we'll go through the Bible in a trillion years. Hold on just a second. And we're about to go to the Bible in a trillion years. We are in Genesis chapter 30. We're going to pick up at verse number 28. In Genesis chapter 30, verse number 28, and the Bible says this, "'And he said, appoint me thy wages.'" and I will give it. And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. For it was little which thou hast before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude. And the Lord hath blessed thee since my coming. And now when shall I provide for mine own house also? Oh, what an awesome story. Remember, this is Jacob. Jacob is named Jacob Because the word means supplanter. Jacob has deceived his brother two at least twice. And he's deceived his brother, he's deceived his father. And now Jacob is being deceived by Laban, his father-in-law. He was already deceived once. He went uh, to the wedding and uh, pulled up the veil and come to find out, oops, that's the wrong girl. (laughs) Talk about a very mean trick. But remember what you sow, you shall reap. So he serves for another seven years, and now finally he gets the wife, and he's got these kids, and now he's ready to move on. He is ready. He's got, at this point, I think he's got 12 kids, 11 boys, and he is ready to move on, and he goes to dad-in-law and says, hey, I want to go. Let me out. And dad-in-law says, I would. But you've been a blessing, or God has blessed me since you have been there. If we were to back up verse number twenty seven, Laban said unto him, I pray thee if thou have if I've found favor in your eyes, Terry, uh, because I've learned through experience that God has blessed me because of you. Now we're gonna bring it a little bit closer to home. He said, Appoint me thy wages. I'm, so now Jacob's saying, hey, look, man, just pay up. <laughs> just pay up so that I can get out here. And he said unto him, thou knowest how I have served thee and how thy cattle was with me. So you know how I've been consistent. I've been faithful to you. For it was little which thou hast before I came and now is increased unto a multitude. Now let me stop real quick and bring out a point. Our churches ought to be a blessing to our communities so that when our churches aren't there, our communities know it. What do you mean? Recognize historically or statistically, if a church is planted somewhere, a church is going to improve the community. But if a church collapses, the community as well will fall. Statistically, you can go back and look it up for yourself. Or maybe later I'll go back and find the the stats on it. But there is value to somebody that is attempting or trying to live for God. You cannot say the same for mosques, by the way. Um, you don't believe me? Go to Saudi Arabia. Go to Iraq. Go to Pakistan, Afghanistan. And you tell me, are they better than we are? Are they living better than we are? They've got mosques all over the place. But there's something about this Jesus There is something about this Jesus. There is something about Yahweh. There is something about Jehovah of the Old Testament, Jesus of the New Testament, same God. There's something about him and when you serve him, he's not only going to bless you, but he's also going to bless those that are around you. And so now Laban is blessed not because of Laban's relationship with God, but Laban is blessed because of Jacob's relationship with God and his relationship with Jacob. Remember the prophecy to Abraham that through thee. I'm going to bless all the families of the earth. And those that bless you, I will bless. And those that curse you, I will curse. Through who? Through Abraham, which now is Jacob. And it goes even further than that. Because you, if you are a Christian, if you're born again of the water and the spirit, you have been grafted in. And if you are grafted in, then those that bless you, the Lord will bless. Those that curse you, the Lord will curse. What an amazing thing. And on top of that, Just those that get to be around you will be blessed. There is a blessing just to be around somebody that's living for God. What an amazing concept. Let's take it a little further. The Lord hath blessed thee since my coming, and now when shall I provide for mine own house also? So now God has blessed you. Now it's time for me to move out. (laughs) I've been with you long enough, Dad. Uh, Dad-in-law, it's time for me to take your girls and move out of here. But Dad is not so easy to let him go because he recognizes the blessings that come because of his presence. It's one of the things that is ironic and uh, is amazing to me to look around and see how society no longer values the ministry or churches And we're seeing the decay of our nation as our churches are relegated to the back. As they are laughed at, mocked, scorned. And we can't can't help but notice the fall of our culture. But if you continue to stand strong, anybody that recognizes it, if they bless you, God's going to bless them. And whether or not they recognize it or not, they are blessed just because they're around you and you live for Jesus. That being said, I encourage you, you live for Jesus with everything that's in you. Thank you so much for listening, and we shall talk to you later.